What's up, everybody? This is DJ Sabotage, and welcome to A. It's a podcast. We have our co-host, Chris Martin. How are you doing? What is up, guys? It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. You you guys have no idea the surprise we have for you. Uh, but, Chris, you sound good now. Hey, I got like a big boy mic and everything. You might actually be able to hear me. Not that my opinions are that good, but at least, you know, you can tell me they're not now. Listen, I would say right now, um, the reviews are in. I uh, definitely got some DMs from people. They are loving the show. They also recognize the fact that, you know, the audio wasn't really right. But guys, we are trying. This is what our third or fourth episode. So we are pushing it through one day at a time. It was it will definitely be better. So all good reviews, Chris. All good reviews, but they have noticed what was going on, and I had to explain them, and they are all right with it. They have no flaws in that category, so we are good. Same on my end. I have had a lot of people reach out, and I mean, I've been watching how many downloads we've gotten. I'm very surprised. I really thought maybe over time we would get some, you know, some balls rolling, but my own mother listened, and obviously they really liked the first one. But the reviews I'm getting on the second episode so far, uh, mental health, holy cow, uh, people that I've been talking to that don't know you have been like, you don't even understand how lucky you are. You linked up with somebody who's willing to put themselves out there like that, have these conversations because everyone else seems to be either looking for clout or being, you know, a little bit extra for attention. We're, We're just two people being completely honest and talking about things that I think need to be talked about. And that is the reviews I'm getting from everybody. So for everybody that is listening, if they keep listening, thank you. This has been so cool the past couple of days, having people reach out to me that I, I mean, I haven't talked to in years, but they said the same thing. They're like, if you get that audio quality fixed with hopefully my, my new setup I got here tonight, we'll see how it sounds. They're like, we're going to listen every time you drop something. So I am as stoked. And Chris, I think you're flexing on me too. Cause now, now I'm on Amazon. Looking for a professional. <laughs> I'm hey, like, I'm raised way too good right now. Way too I'm going to send you the link of the one I got. This was super easy to put together. It is a desk mount. You know, again, it's got the, the pop screen. It, it, it's a very nice. Who's this by? This is Mano. It was actually very affordable, easy to put together. I did a couple test runs on a website earlier where you can talk for like 10 seconds and it plays it back. I thought it was very clear. Um, I do have some experience in the music industry uh, being a musician, and this is probably one of the better mics I've ever had. So I'll send you the link to it because I actually think, yeah, it's a very nice setup and it looks really good. And I am down for it. All right, so let's get down to business. I don't know if we can even give an, an introduction to this guy. Uh, we both know him in separate universe. So he is like our Iron Man between the two. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, he goes by many names. In the past, he was Keith Stars with the Society of Stars. Um, now he is I Am Just Cause. He is coming out with a whole new album, releasing his new single this Friday. And I'm glad that he is in our show and, and, and ready to talk to us. And I am proud to say that he's my brother and my fam. Marquise. How are you? What's going on? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> How are you, Chris? Oh, I'm doing real good. I'm stoked to have you here. It's nice, you know, like 
knowing that we know a celebrity and all. This is really convenient <laughs> yeah. for our podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Episode three, bringing on celebs. We're on it. <laughs> oh, man. Hello, Marquise. Uh, welcome to the show. And the people that don't know you, introduce yourself. Um, so, actual government name, Marquise Collins. <laughs> um, I grew up in Lima, Ohio. Obviously, very close uh, friends and family to both of you guys. I don't know. It's not. Uh, how do you introduce yourself? <laughs> how do we well, be humans? <laughs> well, for those who don't know, I can tell you, Marquise is an amazing artist, um, not just musically. He does photo work that is amazing. If you get the chance, hop on Instagram. I'm sure if you search I am just cause, it'll pop right up. Uh, you will see some very, very cool pictures. You also get some previews to his music on there, uh, which if anybody is a fan, <clears throat> I would say of like uh, the 2000s hip hop, that's always the, the, the vibe I've gotten from it. But some of the newer stuff he's coming out with has a completely different sound. So it's nice because there's, there's hints in there of stuff that reminds you of being younger, but there's new new mixes coming out of stuff that's keeping up with the times that are happening now. So if you're looking for some kind of just new step in a direction for not just even hip hop, some of the stuff I've listened to that you've done is, I think, just beyond the genre itself. I think it's its own kind of thing. Uh, hop on Instagram. Go check that out. He's got yeah. so many other links and I'm sure the Spotify's and everything else. It's all on there. Hop into it and look at it. You will get to uh, know our friend a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Definitely never try to define myself to a genre. So I'm glad that you noticed that. <laughs> I did. And obviously, like, we we haven't talked, you know, in quite a while. Me and Taj, we talk all the time. And it's, uh, I'm sure we'll dive into the history of how we've all interlinked over the last uh, 16 years, uh, 20 years. Um, but, yeah, I I think I added you... Oh man, I want to say five or six years ago on Instagram and anything, you know, I, th I think I ran into you. Oh my God, it's been more than that, man. We were old. Yeah, we are old. Because we I ran into, yeah. We were yeah. young. This was back when my dad used to stay out in Cartersville and stuff. So we used to just, I used to go out there all the time, like whether it was on weekends or for the summer and spend time with him. And then we'd always link up. We'd be over there shooting hoops at the basketball court. <laughs> just yeah. having a good time. It, it's crazy that to think that, and I hope, you know, Taj doesn't get too jealous, but I met you first. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. I would have been, what would we have been, like 13, 12, 13, 12 to 15, somewhere in that age range? Yeah, we're, yeah wow. We were young, young. We we're pups, man. Oh, and, man. Yeah. Wow. Young. It's yeah, been that long. I was like, I had just moved on to Elm Street when I first started going. Wow. Yeah. That's how it's real. Chris, <laughs> so, so so Chris, thank you for aging us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's true though because I, I give you that point. It was we were seventeen. I was seventeen when I met you, Marquise. Yeah, and, we're going to we're going to same school together, and it was all we we all linked up. Me, you, and the rest became history. Right, the rest became, and it was so funny because. I think I met you not from high school, but from night moves. And we were all just, we were all just dancing. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we never, we saw each other like dancing. It was like step up, you know what I mean? And we just saw each other. We just danced it off and we realized like, oh, we got something going on. And everyone, everyone realized it. 
<laughs> like, oh, a kindred spirit. Okay, let's get down. Right. Okay, I see you spinning on your head there, Chris Brown. <laughs> right. And it's like, was that you bending back? Who's that skinny guy who's bending back to the floor? What the hell? <laughs> Oh, you mean the, guy the, the matrix, as we called it then. <laughs> the guy a full head taller than everybody else in the room. Uh. You know, what's crazy is that we, we were so young. We met in Crydersville. Like I said, I want to say like 12 or 13. Flash forward six, yeah, about six years later, uh, just out of high school. I can't remember what the Ohio Theater was called then. I'm sure it was like the Vortex or one of the other millions of names. But I see this guy up by the stage. He's got his phone out and he's there's all these beautiful girls around and a bunch of dude like there's just people and I'm looking at him I'm like why do I know this guy? I, I at least I Marquise, I promise you, I sat there for half an hour. It's like I remember to this day, I remember you had like a puffy red jacket on, white shoes, jeans, and I'm like, when it finally clicked, I'm like, oh my god, I used to shoot hoops with this dude in Crydersville. That was my dude. And I went up, you remembered me instantly. You were like, oh. Chris, what's up, man? I'm like, he remembers me because <laughs> I felt like I was going to, I felt like you're just going to be like, I've never met this guy before, but like, yeah. And then I don't even remember, Tosh, how did, how did we make the connection where I told you, I was like, yeah, dude, that was my, that was my buddy growing up in Crydersville. And you were like, they, I'm, are you kidding me? You know him? And I, like, I, I can't remember. It's been so long ago. We're so damn old, but I, I can tell you, um, do you remember? Yeah, I think I do. It was during Harry's and Marquise was coming into town. I was like, hey, we'll form at Harry's. Like, we, we can just make this happen. Oh. Uh, so I went to Harry's and I told you because you were the bar manager at the time. I was like, yo, I have a have a dude coming up and his name is Marquise. And he's like, wait, Marquise Collins? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I know him. I'm like, that is crazy. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> that's, what, that's when we started talking about small world. <laughs> it definitely a small right. world. It's a small <laughs> world, but but you know what? That's that's the best thing, best quality for Marquise is the fact that he never stayed in one place. He always moved around and, and meet tremendous amounts of people. So for him to be in California is like the best market for him. Uh I remember when he was in a service and he ain't Acting like you're not here, Marquise. Uh, <laughs> I remember sitting at I'm the bar. Enjoying it. <laughs> I remember it's you, different. It, it's always cool to hear hear the perspective from someone else's uh, words besides your own. When you because when you live the life, it's just it's it's different for you. You know what I mean? Well, we're some, fans. Some you you go without thinking about until someone brings it to your attention. You're like, ah, oh, wow, that is true. That that, that, that takes me back. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing too is that, like I said, you know. Obviously, back here where we're at, we, we get to just watch. You have to think, like, every single person right in here was a musician, an artist in some form. You you took it to the next level, you know. I think uh, as I was a musician, Taj has done different opportunities. Uh, he's tried out for shows, you know. Like, to see somebody kind of uproot and be able to do what you're doing on the level that you're doing at, you yeah. know, I that's something I, I had to hit at a certain age. I was like, okay. I can do this to an extent, but I can't, if the things I want to do in life, I can't dedicate to this anymore. It's not working out for me. I don't have that it thing. You know, Taj is actually, look at what he's done during the pandemic. He obviously has that it thing. For me, I had to go, you know, a different route. I still love music. I still play music, 
but to see you and what you did. But everybody's role is important. Even even yours right now, like sitting here, like interviewing and stuff, because this is the type of stuff that gets music spread. This is that same love that people have for music and they want to be involved and say if you're not in the creative process you still want to be involved in a way you're always there's there's always a position for everyone to play within this this industry if that makes sense for sure and i think that's what me and taj were most excited about was you you know you know i'm sure you know it's like kids jobs everything else if, if we can help you know push or the, the fact that you know we have people that want to hear what we have to say it's like, okay, well, cool. Let me tell you about some people that are doing some great stuff. And I'm glad that we can support that in any kind of way that, you know, that we can. I feel that. That's what I do. A lot of supporting. And I, I, I believe there needs to be more of that sometimes, more support systems. So that's why I, I try to build, whether it be within my music uh, collaborations or making this meet organization that I run, things of that nature. Like I always try to harness an environment that enables everyone to be able to create, to grow, to network, to build, to get inspired. So for, the, so for the people that, you know, may not know you, can you tell us about all the different things that you're involved in? I mean, just a little little explanation because I, I struggle keeping up with you. I'm like, what's he doing here? Okay, now he's over. Okay, now I got to follow this. Like, just kind of right. give us a rundown. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you in on a little secret. I struggle keeping up with me. <laughs> <laughs> And that is about as honest as I can be about it. Because one moment you'll see me, uh, like I said, doing the meet organization thing where I basically facilitate these, this whole photography. That's what it is. It's like a photography meetup. And we'll have videographers come. We'll have performance artists of all sorts, street performers, models, um, fire breathers, you name it. A little bit of everything. And everyone comes out and they bring their own little art form and their way to express themselves and we capture those different mediums we network we create we get to know each other so that's like one of the many forms of way i use to you know express myself through art obviously music is my heart and soul my baby that's where that's honestly music was probably one of the biggest ones the avenue where it started it how i got into music trickled off from uh high school I used to just you know write poetry because I was big on poems. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe was my favorite poet back then, and I was just like I was obsessed with poetry. I was obsessed with the melodies, the the way they rhymed, everything about that. It just it lured me in. Uh, it's so much so that I got to a point where I would just be writing my own poetry, and I'd have a lot of classmates or other people in school who'd like hit me up, like, "Yo, can you write me a poem for my girl? Valentine's Day is coming up." I'm like, "I got you." <laughs> so <laughs> so it'd be it'd be that type of vibe and that's how I, I realized like this was this was some more this was something more for me it was like a calling i felt compelled to do it so i kind of decided to start diving deeper into it and that's where i ended up getting into music which is where it's it's just been one of those things that are a part of me like it's one of the many forms i express myself outside of that uh a part of the photo community i also have my own characters i create like uh, these mass characters and I, I do smoke grenade uh, performance art and basically it's just usually uh, like a color smoke smoke grenade I was sponsored by this company called Anoya Gay Smoke Grenades uh, they, they would send me like these boxes of color smoke grenades and I would just create art forms and just put, and people would capture it we'd have people recording it via video people taking photos and that's what you see 
when you see a lot of that and sometimes a lot of those visions that I create or little visions that I've created back home or I had an idea and I've sparked it off and then I was like all right time to time to make the meat happen and then time to bring this vision to life how many years have you been doing the meat oh sheesh uh no uh, this is so bad, but I can't remember exactly right now, but I want to say, I think it's about been like four or five years now, at least. Wow. That's a long time to keep something going. So, uh, so two of the characters that I, I love, I don't know if you have names for them. Um, obviously, the skull face with the spikes, the blue and yeah. red spikes. Um, <laughs> yep. But I, I love that one after my dad. What's his name? Jesse. Jesse? Yep. Love that one, but I the the I don't know if it's like rabbit ears or like <laughs> I don't <laughs> I I'm, I'm yeah. literally I'm on your gram right now I'm trying to find it because I've seen you post it before and it's just such a cool look there's there's something so sinister about it but at the same time I don't know beautiful like yeah it's like the demon face with almost like Donnie Darko like uh, I don't know I just I think that it's <laughs> such a um, cool look. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So that one is like more more of my dark character. And um, basically, he is like an adult version of, you remember Our Real Monsters? Yeah. Oh, like absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ickes was always my favorite on Our Real Monsters for some reason. <laughs> and that is like an adult, more personified, creepy metal version of him. That is just a cool, I don't know, cool look. But Taj, you know what? You were right, though. You said Marquise is like the Iron Man of, you know, uh, of who we know. You remember that part in the first Avengers where he's like playboy, philanthropist, billionaire, like model, <laughs> artist. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Look at me judge no more. I have none of those things. <laughs> oh, that's so I, weird. Oh, so weird. come on. Looking at it. Come Looking on. at it right now. <laughs> Lit, oh, that, that's so weird that you're the guy in the mask getting your pictures taken. I think that makes you a model on top of an artist, on top of a poet, <laughs> on top of an entrepreneur. Like it's just cute. And I'm like, I drive, I drive a forklift. Listen, <laughs> those those who are listening right now have no idea the evolution of Marquise, right? Because he is the Iron Man. Like he, when when we when we met him. It was the Playboy type, you know what I'm saying? He was the one that all the girls flocked to. And Marquise, don't, I don't be, know lying. What you're don't about. be lying, don't be lying, because I, I know, <laughs> I say for, for, for my witness, right, like every time I'll be dancing, Marquise be like, oh, you see all the girls staring at you? Like I stare at my feet, so I didn't really know. But I'm looking at them, and I'm like, y'all, y'all got the numbers. I'm over here just dancing. Y'all here in the digits out of nowhere. But again, that, that also evolves you to who you are today. And you know everyone. Like it's everyone just so cool with you. Like even from the the outcast to the CEOs, like they just know who Marquise is. And coming from the key stars into the evolution of I am just calls, all of it makes sense. All of it has a link. And those who don't know research key stars and listen to the music of that and then listen to the music now that he has created it all links up and it evolves perfectly so yeah playboy you are the iron man 
<laughs> you know, you know what's wild too is that even as a young kid, because like I remember like us meeting. So, you know, the big thing is like the place that I was staying at. Uh, it was a family members of mine, and I, yeah, I would spend summers out there and weekends. Same thing. It was it was a low income uh, apartment place where I was at, and there were you know a lot of kids, a lot of other things, and like. I was not by any means like everyone's favorite cup of tea. I was kind of an annoying ass little kid, but I love basketball. And uh, the first time I played with Marquise, he was just so nice. He he was huge. I I, I felt like he was six five back then. Like I was like three one, and so he would like give me the ball and like do that thing where he'd keep letting me shoot even though I missed. And I'm he's like he's my best friend, but he was so nice and humble even at the, such a young age. And you're right. There were times where you know how it is playing ball. People get heated. He was so good at like de-escalating situations as a kid. I can only imagine it's helped you out in the, into your you know adult life and making those connections. That that for sure it definitely has. Uh, it's enabled me to grow some myself too. Because you know I I still I see moments. You know I'm human like everyone else. You know I, I have moments where you know I let my um, emotions get the best of me to for lack of better words, but I try to, I try my best to always, um, how do I, how do I say this? Um, take a moment to think about what I'm going to say and respond before I just, you know, react out of emotion because that emotion can be triggered by many things and it might not be the authentic thing of what I want to say. You know what I mean? No, it's very um, well said. So for that, I always try to have that same measure, measurement and I always try to, you know, be, you know, be, be as gentle with others in my, as I would myself, you know, I would, cause I try to do that with myself all the time. I'm like, you know what, this is triggering. So this is how we, this is how we should move. And I try to take that and apply it to lessons to help other people around me. Cause all, all I ever want to pr- bring around is like, you know, good vibes, good time i want people to feel uplifted i want their lives to feel change for the better whenever they come across me and that's awesome like and again for everyone listening that does not know marquise the fact that he is so kind of soft-spoken and as humble as i've known him to be i need you to understand that the man is an absolute unit okay if he wanted to not be that nice he does not have to be he has the potential to kind of Go opposite way. So, and you know what? I think the world needs more of that. Um, yeah. You know, we see, we're, we're on social media. We see there's a lot of ugly in the world. And I think we all just got to do a little bit better, you know? Yeah. So, there is 100%. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. I try, to, I try to carry those same principles everywhere I went. Even in the military when I was in there. <laughs> I, and, and you know how uh, th- those type of scenarios are. It's more of a, hey, do as I say, not as I do type of place where they tell you, what it is and you execute the orders and all that and you know but there has to still be a place for you know compassion there still has to be a place for common sense there still has to be a place you know to still be human and not just be android and that's that's the environment i tried to bring when i was in the military i was like oh you know what and and it worked it worked i noticed that 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 was honestly one of my biggest one of my probably one of my most rewarding moments in the military when I was when I realized that the energy that I brought to the military carried throughout my entire platoon. And I, I can I remember one example clear as day. We have these things called promotion ceremonies whenever someone obviously goes up to the next rank. And basically the way it works is it's a whole formation in front of the whole company. 
your platoon stand there. The company CEO will call you out and tell you to you're getting promoted to the next rank. And then at that point, you can assign someone uh, that you want to come pin you onto the next rank. And it's usually someone you highly respect, you look up to, stuff of that nature. For me, that started happening on a regular basis. <laughs> like every por- every formation we'd have, it'd be like, hey, Colton Collins, Colton Collins, Colton Collins, Colton Collins. So much to the word it changed. Like the CEO and first sergeant decided to start calling me the celebrity. <laughs> they didn't even call me Collins. Anymore. Every like every time someone went up there, they'd be like Cole Collins. And it's like, and they'd be like, again with the celebrity. Here he is. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're not you're not Tony Stark at all. No, no. Please tell us more <laughs> about how great you are. <laughs> I'm not. Wait, 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 wait. I'm humble. <laughs> so, Mr. Tony Stark, uh, in your biopic, you were in the desert. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about your uh, desert ways. <laughs> I, I, I love it because never once, too, did he correct us. And we're like, yeah, ladies love him. He's just like, yep. People think he's awesome. Hey, I know, no, no. I correct him. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's too – no, that's awesome, though, man. Like, And that's what, like I said, I, obviously I knew you at a very, very young age. We haven't necessarily, like, stay connected. But, um you know, when Taj said that we were going to, you know, kind of spotlight you this week, I was like so stoked. I was like, man, it's been forever since we talked. And yeah. I was super excited about that. But I just wanted to tell you, like, thank you for being so cool at such a young age, because not everyone, especially in that area. I mean, you know what that area was like. Not everyone. Oh, yeah. I definitely knew what that area was like. And so, yeah, <laughs> not not everyone was cool. And so, you know, thanks for, again, just being cool with me i mean i Dude, remember I had no reason i had no reason not to be cool with you you yeah had, you, came, you came up you approached me with nothing but good vibes and i i you know you got the same in return yeah uh, and that's that's all it, that's all it was and that's all it should ever be i mean i feel like whenever there's other vibes it's usually just other people you know projecting whatever their traumas are but you know of course everyone was young then they didn't know any better so that's true. There was a lot of dumbass people in that area. This is true. <laughs> and, and eventually, for... eventually, people learn, and you know that's how it works. But yeah, you you always were a good good time. We had fun. I don't, honestly, you were you were a kindred spirit out there. <laughs> I I was gonna say this kind of same thing about you. Is like I would get excited. I remember like talking to my mom throughout the week, telling her about you, and she's like, "Well, who you know? At some point, I'd like to meet this young man, this that." And I'm like, "No, nah, you can't do that." He's like, what? I'm like, no, mom, he thinks I'm cool. I tricked him. I got him. <laughs> but no, it was. It was always a blast out there, man. Running around, like, and again, obviously in apartment complexes, young kids, like chasing girls was like our thing. But like again, the man's an absolute unit, has been since he was 13 years old. But it was so funny because you knew it, but you weren't cocky about it. And that's what I thought was cool. Like, you knew you are a very charismatic person. Like, you have a charisma to you, which I think is awesome, which is probably where a lot of your successes have come from. Kudos to you for diving in and leaning into that and believing in yourself. I think that is the most, like, just badass thing about you was that you doubled down and said, I'm going to put all my chips on me and watch it work out. And for me, as a young friend, to see you be able to do that every day still, that's just, it's badass, man. I'm I'm just proud of you. I'm really glad you're out there doing this, these things. I think it's awesome, and I'm glad that we it's full circled like this. Back to this exact moment right now. How cool is that? Who would have thought twenty Thank years, you. right? Yeah, it is. It has been. 
good lord like literally literally 20 years i've been out here for what like 18 now so it's been like yeah wow and now wow about it <laughs> what a time stamp <laughs> and, and, to say, and to say the least for me uh to you marquise is you were the very few people that were instrumental with my creativity because of how open you were uh carefree that you were um you definitely helped me kind of push more, especially in like my dancing. And every time I talked to you, you had something new going on. I'm like, damn, he he is like 10 steps ahead of the game right now. I need to get at least four steps <laughs> to get behind. And then, uh, uh, like I mentioned before, we were sitting at the, the bar and you had a choice of staying in Lima or relocating to California. And I flat out told you to your face. Do not come back to this hometown. You better go to California and do your thing. That um, was honestly probably one of the hardest things I had to do, too, is, you know, leave. Because, um, obviously, you know, you, you get comfortable where you are. And, honestly, I didn't want to leave friends, family. You know, you you built a legacy there, and that, that legacy matters to you. But, I honestly, I had to because I, I saw – I saw a cap to what I was building there and that was all. And I didn't want that. I, I wanted, I wanted the, I wanted to shatter all the glass ceilings and be able to go further. And not only just be able to go further for me, be able to go further for anyone who's ever believed in me. And I obviously help my friends and family and bring them along and have them go further. That it's always been like a dream of mine just to, because I, I, I pride myself on being a provider of, in one way or, or any form that I can be. So I had to make that change. And it was hard. It was definitely hard, especially because, like, Ohio was all I knew. Ohio was all I knew. And I was right. going out into this world, to these places I've never seen, meeting people I've never met, which is obviously one area where I wasn't never too scared, <laughs> but right. Everything else, it just, it kind of like, it's, it's go time. I, I can't, I can't be still. Cause I know what that looks like. And, and once you got there, how did Keith stars began <laughs> that? Okay. So that actually began while on deployment, <laughs> my first deployment, I was hanging out with a few of uh, my Marine friends at the time. And obviously some of them were already a little bit more musically inclined to me. And they were all like sitting there having ciphers and freestyling and stuff. And me, I've always had the inclination to do that. Like even actually it goes even further than that. Now the thing about it, because it was actually, there was times in boot camp and training along the way where I'd be meeting these people who were like very musically inclined and they'd be doing the same thing. And we'd, cause we'd have our little moments where it's just like, you know, us and we're able to do our thing. And when we did, it was like, it was just such a humble, great vibe. We'd sit there, we'd freestyle. I started learning more. Like, I would, it'd be just me, like, translating po poems into verses and just seeing what comes out of my mouth and from the top of my head. And that's when I realized that I didn't need to write, write it on a pen and paper every time. I can just literally verbally just start jumbling off stuff sometimes, and it will turn out into this cool melody. And it just, it just took me. It just kept pulling me in. I'm like, yeah, let's do more of this. Fast forward, I started deploying, and now I'm around more people who are doing it, and they're actually recording it. And I'm like, oh, 
snap. Okay, let's do this. They're like, you want to get on a song with me? I'm like, I'm down. And then I started writing. Next thing you know, it just, it stuck. <laughs> I started doing it on my own slowly. And then next thing you know, I'm out here just recording in studios, doing shows and stuff. That, like, that blows my mind to even think about now. The fact that of where I came from to where, like, how I've started doing shows and some of the people I've been fortunate enough to meet and to open up shows for and work with and I mean they they tell you to dream big and that you really can't do anything and like sometimes you like it seems like a this advertisement that's not really true like okay yeah yeah that's easier to say for you that's what you you know what kind of think until till you do it and you find yourself living in it and you're like wait a minute there was some truth to that <laughs> right right and I I 100% agree with that, especially when I started DJing on Twitch. You know, I just did it because, hell, we were stuck in the house and I was bored. And I jumped on Twitch and all of a sudden there's so many people that reached out to me and jumped in on my streams and invited me to these places. And I never really thought that there was a, a community out there that was just like, hey, you're cool. Come over our way. Kind of a <laughs> montage. And uh, when I went to the California for for the scam summit, that changed the whole idea. I, then I realized, holy shit, that is a it's a group out here. It's literally people, cool down people that just love to be around other people. Exactly. Other artists and other creatives and other people supporting each other. Yeah. Here to, and- do, the, here to do the only thing we can do, and that's to live and live this life fully. So I, I agree with you when you say once you got to California and you saw that more people were doing exactly that you were doing, and that just opened the door for something that massive. So the next question is, uh, who is your team now that that you're creating with? Uh, now we're getting to the bread and butter. Okay, team that I'm creating with. As far as artists goes, I am a one-man wrecking crew, typically most 99.9% of the time. But uh, when it does come to actually like sometimes creating and recording, my go-to producer is my homeboy Q-tastic. I've been recording with him for quite a while, and he's he's always done me solid. He's always had the same humble vibes. Um, like he's just he's just honestly just he's he's very West Coast OG, and that's the best way I can put it. <laughs> you know, like I, when when you think of him, I want you to think of people like Nate Dogg. I want you to think of people like Warren G. I want you to think of people like Snoop Dogg. That's how like West Coast OG he is. And like he is solid. Obviously, we 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 relate because of that. It's like you remind me of all the people I grew up with. So my spirit, my spirit automatically translates to yours. So shout out to Q Pastic. Uh, I know he has an Instagram going on, so make sure you follow him as well. Is he the one that is producing your upcoming album? Correct. He is. However, I do have some other songs I have worked out with, with a couple other artists and a couple other friends, like uh, my homeboy Neeks. Oh, my gosh. You guys be prepared for what me and Neeks have been creating. Ooh. We have been on a whole nother wave, and it's just different than anything you've heard, and I love it. I love it so much. And then, of course, there's my boy Smooth Galaxy. He actually, I'm actually a part of a team uh, that he has running. It's called The Playmakers. Literally, literally at exactly what it sounds is a, is a group of people who make plays, who are go-getters, who, who are out here 
doing those things that keep the wheels turning. You know what I mean? And and that's his that's his group. And he invited me in. He was like, yo, I want you to be a part of the squad. And I'm like, say less, you know? Awesome. Awesome. So when are we expecting this new album? <laughs> to be determined still. But I'm dropping the single now because I wanted to start giving the fans a taste of what I've been working on and why I've been quiet and why I've like regressed into my hiding hole for a while because sometimes you got to st- take a step back to live and when you live that's what fuels the art so I didn't want to just be creating art all the time and then have nothing to tell you besides the fact that I'm creating art I wanted I wanted it to portray something that's relatable to you I wanted it to I wanted it to catch people like you know what I feel that I feel that and that's what I did with the song I want it all I feel like we all feel that way sometimes. We all we all have these things we clamor for, these brass rings we're trying to achieve, these things that help us make us feel like we made it, that make us feel accomplished, that make us feel like all the work we've put forward is finally come to the moment, the crowning moment where we're here. We've gotten there, gotten that brass ring that we needed so much. We've we've Kobe'd our way in, you know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, that's what this song is about for me. It's it's just I want it all. And I noticed that about myself and I, I recognize that about myself. I do want it all. I want the friendships. I want, I want money because like money, like everyone, and a lot of people get weird about that one too. They, they feel like it's bad to want money. I feel like it's a great thing to want money, especially in a world that is so heavily influenced by money because money is attached to everything. Right. So why wouldn't you want it? Why wouldn't you want it if it's, one of the many things that help you to build your platform. It's one of the many things that helps to open those doors to networks so you can create opportunities for others. You can create jobs for people. You can help fuel the machine, (laughs) the machine you're building. You know what I mean? I've never understood that. I'll tell you exactly why. Because for so long, we, a lot of people are taught that money is the root of all evil. It's not the root of all evil. People's intentions with their money might be the root of all evil. Exactly. But money is not it. Because money, when it comes down to it, is a piece of paper, a piece of paper that gives you credibility. That is it. It is weird, obviously. Like, I think we all came up with the, I don't think any of us can say that we grew up with a lot of money. (laughs) I think No. Yeah. And that's why I want it. I want to live that life. I want to see what that life is like. And I want, no, I, and I don't want to just do it for me. I want to be able to bless my friends. I want to be able to bless my family. Yes. I want to, I want to be a, be that guy who can walk down the street and see that person who has less than me and bless him. Like, Oh, I see you sitting there. You living on the, you living on the streets right now. Guess what? We about to change that right now. Boom. This is enough money to get you a full wardrobe, a car and to start you off in a whole new life. What you so, going to do with it? So that will lead to cryptocurrency, right? <laughs> you, just, you just said like, Money isn't a root of all evil. It's just how people perceive it as. Yes. But, but you have cryptocurrency that is showing exactly what you're saying, that you're able to provide for other people with this uh, cryptocurrency. The- yes, 100%. I've actually been looking more into it. And honestly, um, disclaimer, don't be surprised if you see an NFT coming from M- I Am Just Cause at some point. Hey. You heard Yo. it here first. Y'all are going to have to explain to me the NFT game because I've even tried to look into it and I realize I've actually hit that age. I don't understand it. That's the first thing that's come out, like, you know, from computers, technology. I've watched YouTube videos explaining NFTs. I'm still like, nope, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, how does that work? Um, 
it's a non-fungible token. Uh, basically, it's like how to. Ooh, let me. I got you. I, I got you. This is an easy I, way to say. I, it. Yeah, I, I'm interested in all these things. I, I'm trying to because I'm with you. It, money was something that I think we all chase, and I finally, obviously, with everything going on in the world, the pandemics, the changes, like I, you know, I got a full-time job, and I went to that job and said, "Hey, there are options out there. If you guys still want me here." you got to make me believe you want me here and shout out to my place of employment. They did. They sat down. There you and, go. Yeah, they did. I, and I've never done that. What a different world we live in that. Well, you have the option to say what you want and you actually can get it. It was amazing. They sat down with me and they literally are putting me on a, like a three to five year plan of trainings and things like this for even further advancement than where I'm wow. already at. Yeah, well, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what show up when you actually, you know, voice your desires out there, right? <laughs> it's amazing. But I do. I want to expand. Like, so when I did get my increases in money and things like that, my flow has been decent, I will say, as of the last six months when we had these conversations. I've been able to do different things I wasn't able to do in the past, like um, uh, some related to Taj. There was a, there was a fundraiser thing that a year ago, I would have been like, well, I can't really afford much of that. I was actually able to donate last week, and that felt good because I'm with you. I want to help people grow. I want to invest in other people, expand networks because, like, the world right now is a technological business, and there is not just money there. There is opportunities. There is the ability to get involved in things you were never involved in. Two years ago, I would have never thought I'd been sitting on a podcast. Absolutely not. And so you are on that leading front. So – Tell me and Taj, what, what can we do? How can we add to the beast? How do we get involved, expand, grow? I, I'm all for it. You already are. This is literally doing that right now as we speak. As we speak, we are like, and that's all it is. All it takes is action. You don't have to plan a bunch. You just have to sometimes execute. And that's, that's the step most people miss. They'll plan like, oh, man, I really want to save for this. Oh, I really want to do this. Oh, I want to get there. Oh, I want to get this. Oh, I want to buy a house. I want it. It takes action. You right. may, you put the action, you put an action in motion. You continue the action. Like say, say you want to buy a house. You put an action to save. You save money. You, or you invest in that house or you get a loan, whatever you do. But you, it requires you to take an action to get what you're seeking. That, so right now, you guys are already feeling the machine. You've already been a part of it. Taj, you already know. You've been playing mu my music here and there for, like, what, years now. Since I started this, I'd be sending you songs. You'd be like, oh, I like this. I'm not, I'd, get, I'd get down with that. you like, you play it. You, you send me video clips of you playing it while you're spending at clubs and stuff. I'm, like, humbled by that every time. So thank you for the years, countless years of support, my guy. Um, oh, anytime, but, but, man. Anytime. Like, like thing, things of that nature. I think everyone underestimates the power they have because you can be a part of a supporting another person or feeling the machine in the simplest way. It can start with, with something as simple that costs you nothing and probably minimal effort. And that's just sharing, sharing what someone's doing. Like you like going, like say you go on your social media. I just shared this person's song. I went on social media. I just shared this picture of this person, anything like that. And that is the forward motion that allows it to get to others and allows it to get to others and allows it to get to others. Like we can literally all support each other and help each other achieve our goals easily. I think that's one of the next things I need to do is I'm going to create a network of people 
that are all about supporting each other, supporting each other's every moves. Now, and I want you to think about this. Like, take say you take 10, 20 people who all support each other's move, whether it be sharing each other's music or it be sharing each other's live streams or it's, you know, sharing their store, or their small business, whatever it is they're doing. But all the people in that group are doing that for each person in that group. That's already a big network sharing your stuff. And then their network shares that stuff. And then their network shares that stuff. Now you just went from 10 people to what? Like a hundred people who are all sharing your stuff out of nowhere, just from that small gesture. That is, that's how it is. As crazy it is, it's literally kind of like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. That is literally all it takes for people to really be able to live the life they want. It's support. Well, support well, costs you nothing. We're about to be getting plugged on I'm Just Cause Instagram with over his 10,000K followers. We're about to get big, my God. That's what I'm hearing. Run it up. <laughs> Run, it up. Run the jewels. <laughs> Bro, I have no idea. We're working on it. We're working on it. It's happening. I'm in the, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in the right crowds and I'm, I'm talking to the right people. I'm in the right circles. And I'm noticing that because I know I, I knew I was doing something right when the people who inspired me started becoming part of my direct circle. That's cool. Um, right. And that, that's that's that was like my confirmation. Like for a small example, I, you know, I'm gonna give a shout out to my boy, Leon Thomas. He's a big time producer out there right now, like killing it. He's been like I've been a fan of this guy since he was on Victorious, like. He was just one of those people who, like, when I when I first heard his voice and I heard him sing, I was like, "That guy's an artist. He's got music in his veins." I've gotten, the, I've had the pleasure of seeing him create live, like, literally pick up the guitar, starts laying down a melody, you know, grab a mic, say a few, you know, like he can say like he can say a hum or a melody or whatever he wants, just a little, and he can flip that and turn it to a whole beat. It's like it's beautiful. His process. Is like magic. And like the fact that I'm around people like that now, it's it's like the confirmation for me. It's like I've been working so hard to accomplish my dreams, accomplish my goals, and to make the things I'm passionate about be what I do for a living. And I'm seeing it. And it's just, it's mind-blowing. For those who don't know who Leon Thomas is, I, I, I highly recommend you guys look him up. He's dope as hell. Uh, he was on Victorious. He's been on many movies. He's he's like he's produced on albums that you guys probably are, probably didn't even realize he was a part of. He he produced on multiple Ariana Grande albums. He's produced. He just produced on Drake's last album. This he's not he's not some small player. He's a heavy hitter, and everything he does is gold. Like there and these are the people I'm surrounding myself. So, and like, and then like, there's my boy Smooth, who's, who's like, all the time, he's like in commercial. He was just, he was just actually doing choreography and dancing in a Chris Brown video just recently. That's, then that, that's another person that's in my circle. Like, these are the people I'm surrounding myself with. People who are making, making moves, making plays, as Smooth would say. So to add <laughs> into, Leon Thomas had written, co-written and produced artists like Ariana Grande, Tony Braxton, Post Malone, Kalani, and most recently, amazing, amazing catalog. The resume, that is amazing. And that's just, you just got, you're at the tip of the iceberg right there. That doesn't even include the other people. Like, you have to mention, like, Ty Dolla Sign, 
like I was just in the studio recently cooking up with super duper Kyle. Uh, like, like he's everywhere. He is everywhere. And soon, like it's, it's going to be more and more noticeable soon. Like I had the pleasure of actually bringing my writing, writing process into the mix in a studio session. And honestly, like I'm lately, I've been, I started, I'm starting to write now for other artists too. And that just, that humbles me so much because while I could dream this would this would be my life. Yeah, like sometimes it's like you, you believe in your dream, but you experience life and that's when doubt starts to set in. When you actually start to really take a moment to look and you start to see how and look more at what you have accomplished, where you have gone, it'll blow you away. You'll be like, wait a minute, I'm further along than I ever realized. And a, and a lot of people are like you guys right now, you can say the same exact thing. Compare Look at look at where you used to be when when you were DJing before Tosh. To look at what you're doing now, you're traveling around DJing for people. You're doing your live streams. You have this podcast. Same thing goes for you, Chris. Like like we can go way back. Like like who knew some kids who just shooting around on the basketball court just you know not a damn care in the world would be out here making moves like we are now. Oh yeah, like, you know I me. Mean? I didn't even have lunch money, my man. Yeah, <laughs> you remember? You used to get, every now and then when he literally buy a doctor because I love Dr Pepper. He would just bring a Dr Pepper because he knew I couldn't afford it. And to see where I'm at now, yeah, it's it's amazing what we're all doing. We should all be extremely proud of exactly, ourselves. exactly. So Chris, that means we need to move to California. How about this? that's what I'm hearing? That's what I'm hearing. I'm going to Oakland. I can afford that. If if you guys guys really want to start a tidal wave, then go ahead and do that. (laughs) I mean, because that will happen. Marquise, it's it's crazy that you're you're speaking the truth and facts. And I know um, I don't want to speak the person's name, but I know the last time you were here, we were, you know, at a restaurant. We were talking about that and how crazy the synchronicity between your experience and, and what I had experienced. Because yeah. exactly like you said, I didn't expect it. And and shout out to the DJs that I met last year, lending their hands for me to meet more people. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine to be in a room, a small little room with one of the best female comedians of all time, one of the funniest uh, actors who also is a stand up and also is is a pianist. And in next to one of the childhood TV shows stars and just being in a room like that was not also humbling, but opened my mind to, oh, there's more to this. Yeah, there <laughs> definitely is. There's more to this. And I, I talked to that particular DJ about it. And, and I told him, I was like, it's not about greed, right? When, when you are creative and you want to do something and you never got the chance to do it because you're in such a small town, for him to open up that door to me and and saw what I saw, I'm like, okay, so you just need to give me the full bottle of whatever I was drinking. <laughs> because you're fine. there's you're something just in people that bottle. Who the vision, man. He, <laughs> shared, he shared the vision. He, he that, saw it. He, exactly. It was the bottle of vision. I'm not, not saying that as an actual drink, you guys. It was a mo- metaphor for those who are listening. It's a metaphor of vision. Yeah, he, he's, he's not he's, he's not saying he's sipping absinthe right now. Let's make sure we're clear. <laughs> right, exactly. But and, you will get visions in. <laughs> and and another DJ I, I like to shout out as well. He knows who he is. And 
and he he allowed me to go to Florida with him and the people I met there I talked to them and we we're really cool and, and he jumps in my streams as well and I mentioned in in the last episode uh one of the craziest cool paranormal activity guys out there so make sure you listen to or go to Ghost Hunters on Discovery Plus make sure you guys check that out they have new episodes every Saturday so I can say that part Wait, but, you know the Ghost Hunter people? Oh, God, here we go, Chris. Yeah. Listen, I'm just finding this out? <laughs> I didn't want to say it like that. So, okay, so, yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Steve and shout out to Tango. And shout out to all the Ghost Hunter team. Discovery Plus, shameless plug, every Saturday, it is on. Those are the greatest dudes I have ever met on, on top of the people that I have met. Um Tell me we're linking up with ghost hunters? <laughs> <laughs> well, Taj, you need to... I'm trying to shout out their names, man. Well, Taj, you have to understand, though, that, that you did the same thing for me right now. Like, Marky, I got to tell you, like, Taj has been hounding me, okay? Hounding me <laughs> for a Sounds year. Right. He's like, a podcast. A po- I'm like, why me? Like... And I told him, I'm like, because, you know, again, what do you mean, why you? What do you, why not you? Well, that's the thing is like, you I, the I voice the present. <sighs> and uh, honestly, you might even have some comedian uh, background there because you've been having me rolling this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what Taj is like. Taj sees something in me that I didn't even see. I made my run with music, you know, eight, nine years ago. And I had some successes. Band I was in, we opened up for some really good people. We got, you know, decent stuff. We made some albums. Um, and I got to about 25. And I said, okay, this isn't going to work out the way I want it to, I don't think. So I went, got a job. Worked my way up through that. And then Taj was always like, as we worked together for, I guess this podcast would be our fifth job together. Yes. Um, he said, he's like, the way that you talk, you're, the way your brain works, people need to hear it. You have an opinion that could either influence people or they could agree with. He goes, you're, you're a very different dynamic. Like we went, he went through all these things. He hyped me up for so long. And then anytime we got together in FYE, I would lose track of time. We would spend two hours. Well, no, I'm not going to talk about that because I'm, I'm sure people at FYE don't want to know how much time was spent talking about music, but I mean, it's still, you know, I'll see Taj get in trouble for it. He was always working. And I, and I, you know, if a customer needed help, he'd obviously go take care of them. I'd go look at some stuff. But we would just talk about new albums and artists and influences. And what blew my mind about it was it was Taj. And it's still Taj today. That's like, and, and again, thank you for that comment about the comedic chops. I've always wanted to do that. I always thought like, <laughs> if, if I could do anything, maybe it's make people laugh. And if I can make people laugh, that means they're having a good day. If they're having a good day, I made a positive influence. That's a good day. Dude, ninety nine percent time. That's all people really want to do is laugh. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's one of the best feelings in the world. And so, shout out to Taj because the gift. He's the one pushing me to do this. I, we, we obviously last week just had our episode on mental health issues, um, anxiety. I was diagnosed quite a few years back. So the fact that you know, even when I woke up the day after we posted the podcast. I had so many people tell me they heard it. I, I was like, oh, man. Oh, and like all them feelings inside just start hitting you. I don't know how you do it on your scale where it's thousands of people are constantly following up. But 
like I said, I want to just give a shout out to Taj because he's the one that was like, listen, you're opinionated, you're intelligent, uh, what you say matters. I promise you, you go down this journey with me, we do this together. He's like, it's going to be fire. He goes, he goes, he saw you, man. He, he did. Saw you. He did. That's so fun. that that's Clearly. my shout out. You know, that's my shout out is Taj is my guy and has been for over 10 years. So thank you, Taj. Like I, I, I look forward to this every week. My wife even said, she's like, I haven't seen you ex- this excited about something since you quit playing music 10 years ago. And I, I, I live and breathe that. And so I promise you everything that we do, I'm putting in 120. I, not there even one I'm, I'm there 120. And I agree, Mark. See, we go out, Cali. It is a tidal wave. We're gonna make some exactly. Stuff. You're already actively doing stuff. And I, I, just a note on which you you mentioned earlier, because you you're working in you're working at you got a job instead of doing your band thing and stuff. Like, don't ever get it confused. Like, you can't do both. I'm learning that. I'm learning that. Like, seriously, because like honestly, I actively do both right now. Yeah. Like my nine to five. Isn't this isn't music? My nine to five isn't photography. It's none of that. My nine to five job right now, I I work for a company called AVISPL, and basically they are like one of the largest AV integrator companies ever. I literally, I'm stationed and working at Google, providing AV and IT support on a daily basis. That's my job, and my job also provides me enough freedom within my schedule to do both you can do both you just gotta just find something that you're passionate about as well and like for me i love my job to death i love it it's fun it's enjoyable the people that i come across and meet there amazing so i love being able to do both i love that i can have my passions but they aren't all of me i i i tell you i I feel that to my core um, I'm a warehouse manager and I can't tell you that how proud I am of my team. Um, the fact that I get to run a team, Hell and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like how they, they excel and they grow and they move into new positions. And like, that's always been my thing. I, I love that you mentioned that earlier about grabbing people along with you. Um, there's a girl, uh, her name, I will just keep to myself at the time, but it's the, it's, it's one of them Taj situations, third job we've worked together. And I told her, I'm like, if you listen to me and you learn from me, you will move up. This girl started as a standard operator on second shift in a, a Bodunk little manufacturer in Ohio. And as of three months ago, she is now the MRP SD supply manager for our team. Let's and go. <laughs> it, that's what I'm saying is like, that was one of my biggest flexes over the last few years was like, let's go. This girl followed me for seven years over three different jobs and was like, he's going to show me how to get the life I want and the money and the respect. And now she's the second most powerful person next to me in our entire team. Look at and you. You, 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 you appeared in her path, like the Mandalorian is like, this is the way. And now she's even taken it further. Like, she was so shy and quiet, but I saw something in her. I saw this intelligence and I saw this power. Uh, she's a single mother. And I, I, I just, it, it, she reminded me so much of my own mother. I was like, this is a person worth investing in and believing in. And that girl has tenfold paid for herself being my backup and being my second, my right hand. 
And to see her finally, you know, hit that peak and get over that mountaintop, get her money, get her position, get her respect. She's earned every damn minute of it. And that, like I said, to me is one of the biggest flexes I have right next to watching my children succeed because this girl's almost right in the same spot. Like as soon as I got out of like the entertainment business or like I call it the bar business that me and Taj were doing, that's where I went was in the manufacturing. And I found success there because I like to look at myself as a critical thinker and I like to like make things work correctly. And yeah, to have this girl be around as long as she has and to have her see her successes, that's my flex all day. And like, I, I wish there were more people like that instead of tearing people down to try and move ahead. Nah, build, build your team up. Exactly. Build that, build that team up so they can lift you Speaking up. Speaking of which, I see up. you guys building people up. I see what you're doing with this platform. And I, and I want to, I want to go ahead and give you, I want to, I want to both give both of you your flowers right now for what you guys are doing. Uh, because too often people don't go, people don't get their flowers. And that's what you guys are doing right now. You guys are building that platform that helps support other people. So I'm giving you your flowers right now. Thank letting you. you know you're doing one hell of a job. It's much appreciated. And you 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 have no idea the impact your voices are making. We're hoping it does. It goes we wanna, way we wanna, it goes way beyond you guys right now. It's like it's big. And you're you're here you're here celebrating others, and that's what's up. And, Thank and you. that's that's Thank you. that's the idea. Um, when I reached out to Chris, it wasn't just be like, "Hey, I, I want to just connect with you." I haven't talked to you in a while, that kind of thing. You notice Marquise, you notice Chris, and a lot of people who have listened to our previous episodes and know us and know me. And all the many jobs I've been working know that I always want to know the other person. We always conversate. We always lose hours and time because I want to know who you are and how you are. And yeah. pick your brain. But we never put it on record. So we that's about why. That for so long. Yeah. And, and, and so that's long. why I reached out for the podcast because let's be honest. I mean, the pandemic killed so many people we lost so many lives and it almost feels like we have season tickets to funerals and now it's getting closer and closer there's no reason for us to not put this on record there's no reason for us to lift each other up there's no reason for us to to not be able to say hey someone's doing something cool we need to talk about it and yeah. it starts with a conversation it starts with uh, helping each other out and that's why I, I reached out to Chris and say, hey, we got to get this done. And where you at? Where's your mic? I don't care if it's a laptop. Just bring it. Like, let's go. <laughs> as we, I mean, uh, as we I have mean, found out from your previous podcast, the, the mic yeah. quality wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, now I, it is. Now it is. He's here. Yeah. He's with us. I'm hoping. We'll, we'll see. Watch. No matter what I do, what I buy, I spend $7,000 on a mic. It would be like. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it. Taj would not let me not do this, like, and in a good way, because part of some of my issues is if I'm not really, really good at something, sometimes I just don't do it because I don't deal with negative criticism very well. I don't deal with, and I knew, and again, Taj built me up to this. He was just like, dude, you're fire. He's like, you're opinionated, you're funny, you're charismatic. Like he kept 
just build me up to where I was like, all right, we'll, we'll try it. Let's just try one, see how it goes. And then we did it and I had a blast and I felt so good. And then he hit me with the, the, the mental health episode last week and completely destroyed me. No, I'm just kidding. and that was the second episode man like (laughs) how oprah was i i was like all right you ready you good okay you 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 went in you went in i was like i had i you can ask bren man the second we ended that i went downstairs and i like leaned on my kitchen table for a minute and she goes how'd everything go was did you the podcast go good i'm like i need like 10 minutes it's like we just went into some stuff that like we said you know we wanted to be honest and open and real and i think that is what is going to separate us from a lot of different people and a lot of different things is the vulnerability of it too many people are trying to be cool sometimes too many people are trying to be like i said they're they're chasing cloud or whatever yes that was therapeutic for me last week that felt good i mean we talked about it afterwards taj like that was real and you can't fake real and so if we stay on that we got something that you know maybe one out of every ten thousand cool let's be that one out of every ten thousand so thank you for pushing me to do this it's been very good for me and it feels good to have a voice have an opinion and have people give a shit about it that's the cool thing I, you know, I thought maybe, maybe I'd get like two or three messages like, hey, heard, heard about the podcast. The response I've gotten was amazing. And the fact, like I said, my own mother messaged me. I was like, super proud of you. Love your guys' connection. You can hear the harmony. Keep it going. Stick with it. Good things are going to come. I'm like, oh, shit. Mom signed off. Let's go. So, and, <laughs> like. And, and and the crazy thing is that was just part one. So if, if they're responding to that really well, I don't know how they're going to respond with the part two. Part two gets deep. I listened to all part one earlier today. And again, I'm really proud of what we pulled off there because because uh, if you think about it, we haven't done the Harry's thing in 10 years. We're pulling in people that we made connections with over a decade ago. And now they're seeing us and like, it probably is awesome that we put ourselves together because we did the same thing there and it worked there and it's going to work now. I'm excited for this. This is a good thing. And then, like I said, you start bringing in celebrities like Marquise. How do you fail? (laughs) (laughs) So so before, before I pass it on to Marquise, because we we had him sitting there for a little bit. We're hyping each other up, just leaving you in the background. No, please, please keep, please keep that energy. Keep that energy. I'm here for it. I am here for it. That's what we, that's what we're here for, right? That's true. That is true. So thank you. No, 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 no. Come on now. You already know better. I, I never needed to be the center of attention. I was always fine. Just, you know, coasting in the back line too. So who's he lying to right now? Hold on. Tony Stark, come on now. But no, like, okay, so I have to have to put my my two cents in because both of you guys were like throwing flowers and 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 praising me. Uh, I'm not really cool. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mushy guy. I'm not the mushy guy, guys. Like, uh, <laughs> thank you, but I I definitely. I guess my whole my whole motto in life is. It's, it's always above me. So for me reaching out to Chris, 
it was because I saw something in you. The reason, the I, reason I, I, I read to you, Marquise, is because of that reason. And the reason that this podcast is happening is beyond me and beyond all of us, because I know there's someone out there who needs that uplifting. So I'm going to take a few of these flowers, Marquise, and pass it on to you, sir, because you have <laughs> influenced more than you know from from myself up to the people that you know from California that that just won't say it to your face. So I'm saying it. Yo, to you, I appreciate uh, that. You are <laughs> awe inspiring. You always uh, catapult to the next higher level that no one even saw coming because you're like seven feet tall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps so, getting taller. Every comment, six three, <laughs> five seven, seven two. <laughs> so my, my flowers i'm taking some of that and giving it back to you marquis <laughs> i appreciate that i appreciate that i'm just trying you to make the multiracial mafia proud man Boom. Marquis, you you've earned everything that you have in life man and you should be absolutely proud of yourself uh i don't think anybody that's ever met you or knows you would ever think that you got an easy break or anything was handed to you you've earned every damn thing you've got my man so you should be insanely proud of yourself because i know we're all rooting for you you know back home here and it's so cool to see somebody doing it and keep doing it it, it wasn't like a one or two year thing you're on you're a veteran at this point and so you know you're representing for all the Ohio folks back here you just keep kicking ass man we're proud of you i appreciate that so much <laughs> like seriously seriously i i feel like i feel like i don't hear those words <laughs> so that this is this is a different space for me well, I, guess I, I appreciate it so much. There's probably a ton of talent out there that like a bunch of people that are getting, I'll, I'll call it, I, I call it what I called it back in the day, fake praise. It's, it's, it's different out here. It's different you know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, yeah. don't get, don't take that the wrong way. Cause there's a lot of good out here, but you know, there's a lot of other stuff too. There um, is. So it's, so for, it, it's different. Cause everyone, everyone here, they like to play everything from a distance. I like to submerge myself in whatever I'm involved in. So. Nah, man. Like I said, we're we're uber uber crazy proud of you. Um, again, as an artist, it's insane how talented you are. It, sometimes it's almost heartbreaking to be like, I thought I had a, a, an eye or a a niche, a niche for something, but like every time you come out with something, it's so good. I was able to hear the new single. I love it. Um, uh, you, you guys played a part in that. Don't get it wrong, because. <sighs> I would not be the man I am if if it wasn't for the friendships I've built back home, like the relationships I still have with you guys. Like that that stuff is what helped shape me into the human I am. So without without that without you guys, there would have there would not have been a me. That's everybody, right? We're all we're all the main characters in our own story. Me and Taz talked about this last week. Everybody's exactly. their own character, right? And everyone else is supporting. Those supporting characters literally build that main character. So exactly. Yep. Ooh, say that again. I don't know. I think, <laughs> the, people, I think the people in the back, the, the up in the nosebleeds, need to hear that one. For all for all the poetics out there, I believe I can't even remember what book or movie I probably stole this from, but everyone is their own main character. Everyone else in your life is a supporting character, but the supporting characters build the main character into who they are. So you're all equally important. There we go that part before we end this podcast i think we should start with saying something positive to the viewers so chris you want to start that off 
the most positive thing that I can say to people is if you take, again, anything away from this podcast right now, uh, obviously we're highlighting Marquise for this episode. Look at what our man is doing. Again, he doubled down on himself and said, I believe in me and he's doing it. And any kind of thing that I took away from this podcast that I absolutely love, the best thing that he said and mentioned was if you were to follow this man on Spotify and on Instagram and Twitter and every other platform he has, you would think, right, the reality of life for him is just taking pictures and doing this. You heard him himself. He is a nine to five man. But his passions in life still get a foothold. Children don't, you know, change that. Marriage doesn't change that. Age doesn't change that. We joke about being old. We joke about work. We joke about, you know, not having time. He has the ability to still follow his passions. Follow your passions, no matter what. If people tell you to not follow your passions and to like fall in line or focus on other things, they're wrong. Focus on your passions. And if you are surrounding yourself with people, which again, Marquise mentioned, surround yourself with the right people that want to see the best for you and your happiness. You tie into that and your life is going to be great. Uh, I think, again, Marquise is a perfect example of that. Please check out his music. Please check out his, his art. Please check out his photos. He is such a positive person in a world of negativity that those kinds of positive lights in the world should be highlighted. They should be talked about and they should be talked, you know, brought to the forefront. We need more of it. The world's a dark place. So again, same thing I say every week, be kind, take care of each other, focus on the positive. Taj, what you got? Appreciate that. Everything that Chris said and always stay focused, stay positive and stay humble. Shout out to stay FPH. Follow him on Instagram. I say that. Uh, FPH is focused, positive, and humble. Great guy. But make sure you always find the positive in your life. If you find a negative, sabotage that moment and find <laughs> that positive. Uh, <laughs> Marquise, do you have anything positive to say? Of course I do. I got one for you. And I'm going to make this really quick and simple. Because and, and based off this whole platform, you guys, this this whole platform, I hopped on here to support you guys because you guys support me. And that's what you guys are doing as well. You're supporting everyone else. My message for everyone in the whole field and in this environment of support is supporting another person's success will never mess up yours. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. I'm about to tattoo that shit. <laughs> that is that's fire. Like, you give me oh, that, that, that church thing oh, right there. Give me that church oh, thing. I just stood up. I just stood up in my seat. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Oh, all right. I'm going to sit back down. I'm going to calm down. Thank you for that. I, too, too many days. Like, it's what I was saying earlier about like moving up. You grab the people behind you, you pull them with you. You get exactly. Through. Oh, that was a good comment. Damn it. That was a good one. Better than mine. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so but again before we end this um marquise let everybody know where to find you uh and find you on your spotify i'm gonna make this really easy everything is the same on no matter what social media i'm on no matter what streaming service you look me up on 
It is I am just cause. And now let me spell this out for you because I don't want anybody to be like, is it just cause, like C-U-Z? No, it's none of that. It's literally spelled as it sounds. I-A-M-J-U-S-T-C-A-U-S-E. I am just cause. And I'll tell you right now, I did my research earlier. And if you go to YouTube, the first video that pops up, if you search that, is fallback. And I wrote that down because interviewing is what we do now. We do yeah. our homework. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you can check out I Am Just Calls and all the socials and all the streams. Uh, Chris, what is your IG? Are you still working on it? I ain't going to lie. I have one. It's, it's a little bit more of a personal one, but I am going to be working on one. Um, I love the way that Taz introduces me. <laughs> so I'm going to keep sticking with the name. It is CTG Martin 10. And I will actually get that as an official uh, Instagram here shortly. And yeah, if anybody wants any other context, like I said, the idea of opening up to the world a bit to me is different. I know you guys, this is like second nature for you. You guys are looking for followers. Like this is all new to me. I have been such a recluse for the last few years. <laughs> and so I'm trying to remember like you got to have a separation of personal and outworld. And I'm getting back into that mindset of how I was when I was a musician 10 years ago. So I'm, I'm still working on some contacts. Uh, so please just bear with me. But getting a new mic was the first thing that was the most important. I finally did that. So, yeah. uh, but Yes, I like I like the way Taj introduces it. CTG Martin, like a wrestler. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, as always, you can follow me as DJ Sabotage. That's S-A-B-O-T-A-J on all the socials and on my Twitch. Before I even end this off again for the third time. I want, I am just called to introduce his new single because we will drop it here. World, world exclusive. Let's go. <laughs> so all right, just all cause, right. go for it. You are now in tune with I am just cause. This is my new single. I want it all. Man, guess what? I want it all. Let's go. That's all it. Right, guys, I'm just cause. Thank you for showing up. And now presenting the world exclusive. I am just cause. I want it all produced by Q-Tastic. Let's go later days. You are now listening to a Q-Tastic beat. Hell yeah, I want it all. I ain't really trying to play. Ignoring every call if it ain't about to pass. So I really got a ball. Coach put me in the game. Ever since I got involved, it ain't never been. I want the trips out to Nepal. I want to make it out the box. I want to be the greatest rapper ever dapper with the bars. I want the world. I want the moon. I want to see all of the stars. I want to see that something better. I want to have it for my home. I want the house I made at home. I want to not to need a loan. I want to ball like I was Kobe. Rest in peace, they shall live on. I want the castle make me king. I mean, I'm being that since I'm born. I'm born to rip it. If I did it, then I want it to be heard. I want the life that I had dream. I want the cream. I want desserts. I want the tricks. I want the perks. I want the chick. I want the work. I want the moments I'll remember. I Remember how it yeah, I want it all, I ain't really trying to play Ignoring every call if it ain't about to pass So I really got a ball
I got it. 